you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. We are now joined by East Providence Mayor Bob De Silva here in our studio. Of course, your community is directly impacted by the bridge closure being on one side of the bridge as folks try to get across to Providence. Mayor, it's not rush hour, but how long did it take you to get here to Cranston today? Today was, uh, traffic was very smooth. Uh, it all depends on what time you're trying to jump onto the highway. What did you think when you heard from RIDOT Director Peter Alvini earlier this week that they're not ruling out a complete teardown of this bridge after it's already been under construction for years and now this situation? I mean, I understand how, as you start looking deeper into situations, you can find other concerns that need to be addressed. Um, you know, I'd hate to see them look at repairing this bridge in a Band-Aid fashion that is going to need more construction down the road. So if the engineers are looking at this and they're saying that the best course of action is to do a complete rebuild or whatever course of action it is, then I hope that the state takes the appropriate course of action. Uh, you, we've, been, we've been hearing people, mostly from East Providence, who are frustrated, you know, people who can't get out of their driveways because the traffic's backed up on the detour routes. We heard this week about people leaving their jobs because of the traffic. What's the mood and what are you telling people in town? No, I, I feel their frustration. It, it, like I said earlier, it depends on when you're trying to travel through the city. Rush hour, two hours in the morning, two hours in the evening, uh, during prime rush hour times. Uh, some of the parts of the city are removable. Uh, but I ask people to be patient and, and I ask them to understand that this is nothing that we as a city have control over and even the state is limited on what they can do because they have to wait until they get the, the engineering reports back. Uh, we, on our side, our job, our police department, our DPW uh, department, we look at traffic patterns on a regular basis and how can we improve it for our residents. And we make those changes when we can and DOT has been supportive of making those changes uh, as we go through this process. Yeah, and tell me about that on the local level. What have you been trying to do to, to ease the burden on your side? What's been the cost? What's been the toll for your city? So, you know, we have police and traffic uh, control personnel trying to move traffic through. We've, we're changing, DOT is helping us on Warren Avenue going westbound from the off-ramp to uh, Broadway. We're making that a two, two lanes. One lane is going to be right turn only, the other lane's going straight or making a left. And then we try to deal with some of the problems that neighbors' side streets are having getting onto, uh, onto uh, Broadway by closing off traffic. DOT has provided us some of their manpower, some of their personnel to help us close off some side roads to keep, to keep those neighborhood side streets from getting con congested. So it's been effective to a degree, but there's only, you know, every time we see something happening, we try to modify and change the plan the best we can. You've been supportive of the governor politically before all this happened. You've stood by him uh, at press conferences while this has been unfolding. What do you think of the job that he's done, the state's done, and are you still there by his side given what's happened? I, look, I, I'm a former police officer. I understand that sometimes you're responding to a situation where the facts are developing and evolving and things, things are not as simple as black and white as we think it is sometimes, right? And I look at this situation as... Uh, something that they are looking at using professionals to find what the issue is with the bridge. Uh, I hope that, and pray, like I've told people before, that we don't have to do a complete demolish and a complete rebuild because that would be an, a long-term project that would impact our residents. 
Uh, but I understand also that the governor, the DOT director, from what I see, have responded to the situation as quickly as, as they possibly can, uh, knowing the information that I know, knowing what they've put out to the public. So I, I can't see how they could have handled this any differently. I mean, if they didn't take action, and God forbid something happened, you know, on the news today, there was a, a church that collapsed in New London, right? Uh, if something like that, something terrible would have happened where this bridge would have collapsed and they were sitting on information knowing that they had to take some action and they didn't take the action, then this would be a completely different story. They'd be asking, why didn't you take the action? So I look at what the governor and LVD and DOT is doing as responding to information that they were made aware of and they have to take care of uh, immediately. With that said, and you know, we watched uh, Dan's interview with the governor and Gabrielle with uh, Director Alvidi, and a lot of it is about accountability. And you know, Rhode Islanders, they wanna know what could have been done differently, what could have happened here, right? The bridge was inspected, then a few months later, we have this catastrophic issue with the bridge. And again, it could have been worse. Nothing bad actually happened. But do, have you asked those questions to whether it's the governor or uh, Director Alvidi about what happened here that it went from okay to now we got to close it? I mean, those, those are legitimate questions. And I think that the governor's already told the public in, in interviews have, has expressed that they will be taking a deep look into to see what happened here. They're going to be doing an audit of how we ended up where we are. So I would imagine that's something that he's pursuing. It's not something that I have any role in. And quite honestly, you know, people always want a quick reaction. You know, the, the pitchforks, the torches, they all come out. Uh, you know, no one's happy about the situation. I can't imagine for the life of me that somebody would not have acted on information that they had. But if somebody did not act on information they had, then I'm sure they will be held accountable. And if engineering firms did not provide the accurate information that they were supposed to provide, then they should be dealt with also. So uh, definitely needs to have some, uh, some deep dive into the whole uh, scenario of how we came to be where we are. But that's up to the governor and his staff and his team to do. And he's already said he's going to do that. All right, we'll leave it there for right now. But more with East Providence Mayor Bob De Silva right when we return on 10 News Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E.com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. 
We're continuing a conversation with East Providence Mayor Bob De Silva, picking up on the Washington Bridge situation. And we know uh, there was a conversation with East Bay lawmakers who expressed frustration with the DOT. Uh, you had a meeting, you were involved in that meeting with DOT as well. H how did that go and kind of what was talked about and what are the issues and kind of what are some of the solutions that are being talked about? I mean, there, there was a lot of uh, conversation uh, and, you know, suggestions made, you know, as far as like putting more information out on their website, uh, you know, having maybe a community meeting. Uh, but I think the number one concern of legislators and people who are elected to represent their community is they want to be able to give answers to the constituents. And uh, they're just asking for regular uh, weekly updates. And I think, uh, I believe Director Alvidi said yes to that. Uh, the other thing too, what should be mentioned is that when ideas come to us about trying to alleviate the traffic concerns and the, the congestion that's happening around East Providence. Anyways, we forwarded it to Director Alvidi. One of them came from a constituent of mine. I, I you know, related to the, the director and they had their traffic engineers model that idea. And from what I understand, within the next couple of weeks, they're gonna be trying to implement that idea and that should help East Providence residents with the congestion we're dealing with around Broadway, Pawtucket Avenue. What happened was, as part of this project, they closed off three on-ramps and they left pretty much two on-ramps on onto 195. So that creates a lot of congestion. Everyone's trying to get into this tight area to get onto the highway. And so the director's looking at that suggestion that came to me directly from a constituent and he's modeled it with his experts and they're looking at implementing it. With that said, it sounds like Right, they're, they're taking suggestions. Um, the Small Business Administration has helped out with low interest loans. Is there anything else you think that government should be doing, providing people resources, whether it's financial or otherwise, uh, to help people through this that maybe hasn't been done yet? Or do you think everything that can be done has been done? I mean, there's always, there's always more that can be done. Um, I do plan on speaking with uh, Commerce Secretary Liz Tanner to see if there's any funds. Now, this all depends on funding, right? I mean, we don't have an unlimited resource. Right. People may say like, help yeah. us out though, this is a serious situation. Exactly. Yeah. And so I want her to look at what kind of funding do you have available through commerce that we may be able to get some of these small businesses. I, I will tell you this, that the Small Business Administration has taken in over 600 applications of people looking for assistance. They were actually slated to move from the Weaver Library. We reached out to them and said, look, can you stay here in East Providence because we don't want people in East Providence having to travel over, across the bridge. over a bridge, or people, or businesses on the East Bay having to deal with that. So uh, in, in cooperation with the Small Business Administration, they are gonna be opening up and remaining in East Providence at East Providence City Hall to service the small business community needs. All right, and not to jump the gun, if they do have to tear down the bridge, what do you think it's, the reaction is gonna be in your town? I mean, I, I think it's gonna be us having to deal with what we've been dealing with over the last few weeks and, and having to resign ourselves to the fact that this is something that's gonna happen. There's really, I wish I could snap my fingers and magically make this thing go away, but the reality is the reality. This does bring to, to, to mind the importance of that bridge, the importance of our infrastructure. I know that this governor and the governor before him we're very big on investing in our infrastructure, and this is something that needs to get taken care of. All right, we have a couple minutes left, and we want to get to some other topics. Uh, the Rumford Motor Inn, you brought this issue up a couple months ago when there was an arrest there, a bunch of stolen goods uh, was found. You said it was a problem, and then this week, as the city council was meeting to talk about it, there was another situation there with somebody up on the roof that police had to go after. W what's being done? What's your thought on what should be done there? So we, we've been working with the owners and their legal counsel and our team, all of our resources, we come together, we have, we've been having multiple meetings to see if they will sell the property and convert the use to something else. And so far they've listed the property. I know there've been several offers that have come into them. 
Um, so we're hoping that they move on that sale and we can work with them, use the resources of the city to help them achieve whatever goals they have other than a motel motor in. Uh, it has been a problem. So it, it wouldn't be a, still a motel? We don't want it to see a motel. That's uh, our position. And the city council feels the same way. Okay. Uh, speaking of the city council, they gave the go-ahead to one of your projects for the last couple of years, the community center, but it's scaled down quite a bit. I think initially your proposal was for a $45 million project, a pool. Um, now it's down to about $10 million. Uh, are you satisfied with that, that it's a significantly scaled down project? And why do you think it's so important? It, it's important because East Providence is the fifth largest municipality uh, in the state of Rhode Island, and we don't have a community center for our community. Our children don't have a community center. Uh, this is going to be a, a learning center that's going to serve all generations in our community. So we're very excited about it. Um, and yes, I'm, I'm grateful to the city council for supporting this project, and we're going to move forward on it. Can you afford that, the 10? Oh, absolutely, yes. And you know what? Some of the funding, the funding's coming from different sources. Uh, the, the governor had put money aside for his uh, learning center uh, project. We're getting approximately $4 million from that pool of money. We got $3 million from Congressman Cicilline that put in a congressional directed spending uh, request for us, and we're using ARPA funds. So, uh, I mean, it's all tax dollars, but we're not going to the local taxpayers, property taxpayers, to fund this project. All right, East Providence Mayor Bob DeSilva, thanks for talking about the bridge and some other issues in your city.